You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are right now in the third installment of our series, All and Nothing. Look at the person on your left. Tell the person, All and Nothing. Okay? So, uh, our goal in this series is to have a greater perspective of the supremacy of God because at the end of the day, our living is attached to our believing. The more that we see God as supreme, the more that uh, He influences our lives. And that is what I like uh, with the life that the Lord has blessed each and every one of us. It is influenced with who Christ is and His character. And a lot of us here, okay, the reason why you're enjoying your faith and your journey, and if you uh, know in your heart that uh, you want to get to know and you have a desire to get to know God, don't hesitate to Tell the Lord, tell God that uh, I want to know you. I want to have a greater understanding of who you are. This is why at the end of the day, uh, we can fully comprehend that more than anything else, we uh, don't need anything when it comes to our relationship with God because Christ Himself is fully complete. Wala ka nang idadagdag. And this is the reason why Apostle Paul, how many of you are familiar with Apostle Paul, that when he wrote a letter to the church in Colossae, in fact, he wrote two letters, one in Ephesus and one in Colossae, and when he was writing this letter in what? In Rome, okay, um, he sent this letter to the people in Colossae, and uh, he wants to communicate something to them, because there are things that he did uh, here that are not proper and are uh, not right, though they're doing well, and the church is doing well, uh, Paul would want to forewarn them about the possibility of them uh, probably deviating from uh, the real heart, the real uh, message of the gospel. I don't know if you can relate with me. Uh, similarly to Paul, that there are a lot of friends who would give you advices and remind you uh, that you're off track, but you need to go back on track in order for you to really uh, succeed in life. How many of you here are thankful for these friends that would go out of their way and not never condone you? Can we give those friends a round of applause? Okay. Uh, I'm thankful. And I, I, I'm thankful for my wife that would remind me once in a while Okay, to uh, go back on track about a week ago reminded me that um, I'm, I need to be cautious with my intakes and what I eat. Uh, I don't know for what reason I love to eat. How many of you here you love to eat? Okay, if you, if, if you don't like to eat, you're not a Christian. My point is, of course, it's, it's amazing. It's glorious to eat, right? Okay, what, what, what a way to say it. But my point is, Paul was writing a letter to the church in uh, uh, Colossae, or the letter is about the people in, in, in the book of, uh, or the book of Colossians, or the church in Colossae about the possibility of false teaching. And, and he wants to explain to them that you need to uh, be, be uh, cautious that if you don't really uh, keep track of the ideas and the philosophies that comes uh, into the church, um, you will really, in a way, miss out on what the message of the gospel is all about. And this series, okay, is a, a message of Paul to the church in Colossae. And I know that a lot of you here, the reason why you will uh, understand this message, because you will have a background that more than anything else, we have to be on guard of the teachings that we listen to, we adhere to, the things that we accommodate in our lives. A lot of you here, you're a Christian, you're a follower of God, you're reading your Bible, but you still adhere to amulets and thing and thing. Okay, or or things that that you adhere to that are good. Remember things that or principles or quotable quotes that that we adhere to that are really good sounding and not uh, from the Word of God. For example, ninety nine percent. Uh, uh, what perspiration, 1% inspiration. Okay, it's not from the Bible, but it sounds good. Anything that doesn't have God, is not of God. It sounds good, but if God is nowhere to be found, that can be what a distorted philosophy. At the end of the day, the more that we study the, the Word of God, the more that we adhere to the Word of God, more than the teachings of this world. This is what a series uh, is all about. That there is nothing that you can add to what Jesus Christ did on the cross, that He is all in all. Amen. And there is nothing that you can add uh, uh, to, to what Jesus Christ did on the cross. In fact, what He did is sufficient. This is why a week ago we did talk about that Christ is sufficient, preeminent, and supreme. That He doesn't need your help. Hindi niya kailangan ng tulong mo. For some of us here, we adhere to the idea that Christ died on the cross, I accepted Christ, but I want to add to the things that Christ did on the cross. Kailangan ako magpakabait. Remember, your good works is not, a, it's not something that you do in order for you to be accepted by God. Christ died on the cross, and He paid for the penalty of our sins, thus I'm good. I am good as a, as a product of what Christ did. It is not something that I, 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 I will do in order to be accepted by God. 
And that is what the gospel is teaching us. That your goodness is the byproduct of what Jesus did on the cross. That you're amazed that Christ paid the penalty of our sins. Christ forgave us. And because Christ forgave us, okay, even before you start your day, God has accepted you. And because you are accepted and approved by God, you can help but be good. Do you, do you understand this? But a lot of religious people wants to be good in order for God to what? Accommodate them. No, you are accommodated, accepted, approved by God even before you start your day. And because you do understand that you're approved, accepted by God, you can't help but start your day with a good heart. I want to be good. I want to please God. That's the gospel. Religion will always demand from you that you need to be good in order to be accepted by this God. But a God that we serve died on the cross, did what is good so that we can do what is good. Do you understand this? So without truly understanding who Jesus really is and what He alone could and did accomplish through the cross, we will miss the point of the gospel. This is why we're teaching you that only in Christ that we fully understand the gospel. All false beliefs, systems, either reject what the Bible teaches about the person of Christ, that they deny that He is God, He is only human. Some will say that He is God, He he is not 100% man. That this world was not created by God because it's full of evil. God cannot create something that's evil. There are a lot of teachings out there, but I want you to understand one thing. God is 100% man and 100% God, and it was Him who created this world. Though it's at times depraved, and most of the time it is depraved, God is the author of all of this. This is why when you add to the teaching of the gospel or deduct something from the gospel, okay, You're simply saying that I'm not fully convinced that the gospel is sufficient. This is the reason why Paul wrote a letter to the church in Colossae telling them that be forewarned of the Gnostics. The Gnostics are individuals that would add something to the gospel. That they would want to really uh, 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 create certain ideologists because they're fully convinced the gospel is never enough. And we are living in today's world wherein you feel like and you're fully convinced that, yes, I go to church, but I need to do this in order for me to compensate what I'm limited of. Remember, all of us are limited. Am I correct? Christ has compensated everything on the cross. There is nothing for you to work on. And once in a while, we're tempted to work on our salvation, that we need to be good, so that when we die, we're going to heaven. But I want you to know that there is nothing to work on because Christ performed the cross. There is nothing that you need to perform or do in order for you to complete the process of your salvation because Christ did it all. Are you happy? Are you glad that Christ did it all? Can we give him the glory for that? So Paul was simply writing a letter because they're doing well. They're healthy. They're fine. So the letter was to remind them that there is a possibility for you to miss out and deviate from God's purposes and plan. Paul was, was, was really uh, conscious and, and, and he, was, uh, he wants to spare them from, from really deviating in, in, in what the Lord has prepared for the church in Colossae. And, and this is something that uh, we need as, as, as fellow believers that indeed we're coming to church, we're reading our Bible, we're, we're attending a small group, but at the end of the day, there is a possibility that we deviate from the purpose and the plans of God and what the gospel is all about. If we are not cautious and we're not set and dead set to the path that God has placed for our lives, and once in a while we deviate, we are entertained by uh, a lot of, of theologies and philosophies, and uh, you feel like it, it will not hurt you because this is just an idea, I want you to be forewarned that in this life, the enemy would want you to be what out of your course. You understand? In a subtle manner, the devil will not show up and tell you, I'm the devil, I want to tempt you, and, and, and I want you to give in to what I'm trying to offer. The, the, the gospel has to be understood fully that when there is a philosophy that would want to what, invite you to stay away from the gospel, you know how to discern because you know the real thing. Now, I don't know if, if, if you can relate with me if you are a user of a branded product. I mean, if, you're, if you are a bag lover, you're, 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 you love a lot of brands, and, and, and if you are into apparel, you, you, you have a preferred brand. Am I correct? And you know uh, that indeed it feels so good that if money is not a problem, you want to buy the best brand out there. Am I correct? 
you would settle to uh, with, with something that's totally original and 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 because it feels so good to have something expensive in your body. Am I correct? You walk and talk like different. I mean, uh, or differently. Now, and because of that, a lot of people, especially in the Philippines, would adhere to what is to, to, to the, the, the counterpart of those products. Uh, because, of course, probably they can't afford or it feels so good to have that kind of brand. More than anything else, if you are a brand user of an original product, you can, you can smell from afar anything that's fake. Am I correct? Because you're acquainted with it. Not the other way around. In fact, if you are a user of a fake product, okay, you can even discern if this is really original or fake. Everything is fake for you. You understand? Because you're not acquainted with something original. And the same thing with God, with the gospel. If you're not acquainted with the, the, the truth and, and the power of the gospel and how it can change the human heart, I mean, you will give in to all the philosophies out there. This is why we're teaching you to know the gospel because we cannot protect you. In fact, we can tell you the, not, 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 not to play this video game. Um, let me not go into that. Or not, not adhere in this kind of teaching. We, we cannot tell you every minute of the day to stay away from these things. What we can teach you is to know the real thing. Because when you know the real thing, you can what? You can identify and discern okay, what's uh, the, all the teachings that are Okay, in error. And this is what Paul was simply saying, that you know the gospel. And this is what this, what, sea captain has missed. That indeed, we need to be reminded that in all of this, it's easy for us to be seduced or be a, what, or give in to the conning and the invitation of the world. And at times these things are good and are harmless. How many of you here? Okay, are, are guilty. That, that when something is offered, you know it's not of God, but it's harmless. It's not really that evil. You give in because indeed I'm a mas amai. But before you know it, okay, it has messed your life. In the same manner, I believe that the, the heart of this captain is to just probably deviate and probably, I don't know for what reason. I was looking for, for, for a Pokemon. But my point is, <laughs> okay, or a Pokestop. My, my point is, it wasn't, it wasn't really that evil. It wasn't really that bad. But he deviated. And remember, at the end of the day, we need to be cautious with the teachings that we adhere to because if we adhere to teachings outside of the gospel, all the things that you adhere to will determine or dictate the kind of life that you have. Remember, your believing will determine your living. So it is important and more than anything else, more than what we think is right and proper, let's go back what the gospel is all about. Because if you don't understand the gospel, everything that you do is centered on you. Yung buong mundo nakapalibot sa'yo. But if you do understand the gospel that Christ came to this planet and died for our sins, that He is the center at the center of our solar system, that everything that you do is always, okay, it is always referred back to Christ. You'll never get lost. Because though at times you stray away and you move to the left and to the right, if Christ is at the center of your solar system, you'll never get lost because you have a reference point. Remember, if Christ is in the right place, everything will fall into place. When Christ is at the center, where He should be, there is nothing to worry. My question with you right now, when it comes to our relationship, our marriages, I mean, is Christ at the center of this? Because if Christ is not somebody is, whether you're your, your partner or somebody else. Are you getting this? So it is important that we understand the gospel. The gospel, according to Pastor Rice Brooks, is that it is what? It is the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. Now, before I continue, my question with you right now, Okay, in your right mind, all of us, look at the person on your left, okay? Is he in his right mind? Okay, in, in your, okay, good. Okay, hindi ka ba nagdududa na tamang pag-iisip niyan, okay? In your right mind, how many of you here paused for a while and, and, and made a remark that someday you dream to be a God? I want to be a God. I mean, anybody here? In your right mind, yung, uh, you're strolling, okay, in the Garden of Eden, uh, and, 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 and you pause for a while, and you, and, and you, you realize, ah, you know what? There's there's a possibility for me to be a god. Anybody here? Pasensya na kami, medyo yung pastor ngayong gabi. What's my point here? Because you will never give it a try. Because you will fail. Right? Because more than just, okay, the whole idea that you will fail, look at the person on your left. Does he look like one? No, My point is, you will fail, and you know, it's not easy to be a god. You cannot do that overnight. Are you getting this? 
Now imagine with me a God who wants to be a man. How is that possible? I mean, you will try to make adjustments to be a man, but you'll fail. But remember, okay, all of us in this room are really in the mind of our Lord. That before he did all of this, he wants to show you that he loves you so much. And when you're full of love, you're willing to overcome anything that stands in the way. So no matter how hard for a perfect God to be a man, He's willing to traverse all the valleys and all the barriers to show you how much He loves you. Let me continue. He lived a life we should have lived and died a death we should have died. Three days later, He rose from the dead, proving that He is the Son of and offering the gift of salvation and forgiveness of sins for, for a few. All who repent and believe. This is the story of the gospel. And this is what I did 23 years ago. 3.15 p.m. 3rd row, 3rd seat, Sunday. That I came to know the Lord, accepted God in my life. And it was still vivid that I did accept Christ. I, I can't even imagine how I will change. But because I repented and believed, Christ took me in. And I realized He took me in long before I repented. Do you understand this? That even, the, even before you repented, the Lord has reconciled Himself to you because of the death of Jesus Christ 2,000 years ago. It is making sense. So I want to read right here, Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 15. We have your Bibles right now. Flip it. Chapter 2. Ready? Verse 6. Clear? Good. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in, rooted and built up in Him, and established in faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. Verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty. What's, what's empty in Tagalog? Huh? Ano? Huh? Okay. Walang laman, okay? According to human tradition, okay, may mga pinaniwalaan tayo, walang laman, okay? According to human tradition, according to elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in Him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. The 100% God became man, and you have been filled in Him, who is the head of all rule and authority in Him, also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of having been buried with Him in baptism in which you were all raised with Him through faith in the powerful working of God who raised Him from the dead. And you who are dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with Him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This He set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in Him. Amen? Napagtagumpayan po ng Panginoon ng lahat ng ito. He won over. I want to take this moment right now to pray. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? I want to pray as well for the people that you want to come to know the Lord. Do we have relatives and friends that you are praying that they will come to know the Lord? I will include it in my, uh, uh, really in my prayers because we've got empty seats and we are hoping that someday they will worship with us. Would that be fine? Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity that we will understand that indeed you're supreme and you became one of us. And the Word of God states that you did fill us, and we want to thank you, Father, that you're not a God in a pedestal. You came and, 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 and you did dwell among us. And today we thank you for uh, moving from where you are to where we are. We appreciate what you've done. And, and, and I want to pray as well for our family members, friends, relatives, our parents, Lord God, our, our, our brothers and sisters at home, Lord, even, Lord God, our immediate relatives. I pray that you... Use each and every one of us to share the gospel. I pray that we will have an opportunity, Lord God, to share the gospel, bring them to church, and help them grow in their understanding of who you are. Lord, bless the preaching of your word, that it will come alive, and it will change a human heart. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Good? You're dismissed. Okay, Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 7. Therefore, as you receive Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk in. As you receive Christ, rooted and built up 
in Him and established in the faith just as you were taught abounding in thanksgiving. The context of the scripture, it is what? It is innate in us that if you have Christ, changed life will follow. That you will be rooted and built up in Him. So if you're a Christian and you're struggling, that indeed over and over again you have promised yourself, how many of you here are guilty of this? And you can relate with me that you have promised yourself, gusto ko na magbago. Hindi na ako pipitik, hindi na ako magmumura. Okay? Anak, ba't nawalan ako ng pera? Lord, did you understand? Because you cannot change your, your, yourself. You can change your heart. Okay? Without the intervention of Christ, you will do the things that displeases the Lord. Not up until you accept Christ. Sinanggap mo Panginoon. You're not accepting a religion. You accept, you're accepting Christ. And because of your acceptance of Christ, in fact, technically, you did not accept Christ. The reason why you accepted Christ is because Christ has accepted you. Do you understand this? And because of that, it is expected of you. This is what Paul is saying. That if you're a Christian, you live a life that is totally pleasing to God. So verse 8, See to it, no one takes captive by philosophy and... Ano? Mga bagay na walang laman at kabuluhan. Paul was simply saying that, I want to forewarn you, you're doing uh, well, church in Colossae. You're... you're, you're, you're really, uh, and you do understand the gospel and you want to follow God, but I want to warn you that if you don't really understand the gospel, there is a tendency that you deviate from this. Just like that Navy captain. Do you understand? According to human tradition, according to elemental spirits of the world. There is a tendency for you to adhere to what? Philosophies according to human tradition, according to elemental spirits of the world. And, and this is how you should, you should really decide that at the end of the day, anything good that doesn't involve God is not of God. Anything that doesn't bring glory to God and points you to Jesus is not of God. That's the gospel. Because everything that we do should point you to Jesus. A lot of people, okay, that I have talked to, Pastor, you know what, why are you not praying for, for people in church? Uh, we do pray for people, but a lot of people are expecting beyond that. They want to see people falling on the floor. I have nothing against it. But after falling over and over again, in fact, after the service, you can try. Stay here and I'll push you. My point is, <laughs> I do believe that God can touch you. By the end of the day, after we're done, and you fell on the ground, after you're done with that, did your love for God increase? Because everything that we do here should point you to Jesus. A lot of people have approached me, you know what, I want to be part of the music team so that I'll be famous music is what only a tool okay jesus is our what our focus so if i'm preaching the gospel and i don't point you to jesus i i don't think i'm doing my job this is what the gospel is and this is what elemental spirits and philosophies will tell you things that are good but will not point you to jesus now my question with you right now with the things that you're accustomed to and your traditions Though they're good, does it point you to Jesus? Now we have this original Pinoy mindset that if we see an old person that we show our respect by, by Manupo, I have nothing against it. It's nice. But are you teaching people to go through the tradition or are you teaching them respect? You can in fact go through the Manupo without respecting somebody. Am I correct? Again, I'm not against Manupo. In fact, it's a movie. My point is, yeah. People can do things without understanding the very concept of it. Why are you doing what you're doing? Okay? If you're here, and you're, you're telling me, Pastor, I, I, I'm going to church, I love God, but can I to church para ma bless? No, you're not going to church just to be blessed, for you to mature. Because you can be blessed and still immature. You can't accommodate the blessings of God because the blessings of God are too big and you're too small to accommodate it. You're getting this? And this is why it is important that at the end of the day, we do understand what the gospel is saying. For in Him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. What do I mean by this one? That this God is magnificent and powerful. He is a God that, that we can even reconcile if He has the, the, the capacity to become a human being in bodily form. Or dwells bodily. I can't even imagine that a supreme being based on our message last week. Did you come here last week? Based on our message last week that he is a supreme God becoming man 
is something that's for me impossible. But he is God. And when he went out of his way, though it was not easy, I believe, for God to traverse becoming man, he did it. And the reason why I'm handing my life over to God because His supremacy and my understanding of who He is will influence my life. Because just like our message last week, that He is the image of the invisible God. And I realize that out of the gods are philosophies and doctrines, that they exist and they, they sound good. But through the years, you know, some of the teachings, they do wane. Nawawala ng bisa. The God that we serve, it's not a, 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 a God who has been photocopied. Alam mo yung photocopying machine? During our time, we call it Xerox. Uh, Xerox. Ngayon, Fujina. My point for saying that is, when you put an image on top of a photocopying machine, and you, you replicate it 100 times, okay? Uh, the first batch of images looks good, but the following, the, the quality diminishes. Am I correct? That's not the God that we serve. Because it's not a, a replicated God of the God the Father, of the God that we worship. Jesus Christ, you want to know God? Look at Christ. We don't see, how many of you here have seen God? How many of you are familiar with God? In order for you to be familiar with God, get to know Jesus. Because Jesus and the Father are one and the same. What's my point here? Because at the end of the day, God represents God the Father, the Godhead, in manifestation and likeness. So He's consistent with His nature. He's consistent yesterday, today, and forever. And the reason why I love God, because He's not just manifesting himself in a bodily form. We know that he's living in this planet, but he has the character of God. So whatever limitations that we have, he can compensate. You know why? Let me say that once again. Whatever limitations that we have, he can compensate. You know why? Because he is God. Amazing, right? Just like what Bogart would say, the explorer, amazing. Amazing. And it says right here, he is what? The firstborn of all creation. When you say firstborn, it's not the first and the eldest. It's first in rank. In the Hebrew concept, when you say somebody first in rank, he paved the way. Before everything, he came first. When you say first in rank, somebody who created it because he came before, and somebody in the Hebrew culture, in this context, whoever okay, is behind it, sustains it. So if you believe that God has created you and created your career and your life, he will sustain it. Do you understand? So I don't know why a lot of people are worried about their lives because they don't understand the gospel. That God came to this planet, that He gave His life to each and every one of us. If He can save you, He doesn't have a problem sustaining you. That's the God that we serve. How many of you here are thankful that everything God did was not for Himself, but for all of us? That I will not only create you, I will not only die for you, I will be there for you. This is why in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Why is it hidden with Christ? Not because He wants to hide it. Not because He wants to keep it for Himself. What's the point of hiding something from madlang people? Because He loves to hide or He's hiding it for your sake? That when you tap into the nature of God, the Bible says, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge, I tell you this, so that no one may deceive you by fine-sounding arguments. A lot of, a lot of teachings will, will displace your, or cause you to deviate from the real thing. And I'm telling you right now, I don't know if you can relate with me. How many of you here have experienced Buying something that you're thinking twice if this is really the, this is really the right thing. If this is the original. Anybody can relate with me? You, you bought something, but original, but Lord, but some of us, yung, if we got what is original, but we paid 90% off, we were happy. No, but my point is, why? Because... At the end of the day, we, we don't have really the, 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 the capacity to know what's really a knockoff than what is original. This is why when we adhere to the nature and the supremacy of God, everything that comes our way are always viewed from the lenses of what the, the gospel is all about. So you will never be deceived, am I correct? 
You will never give in to empty teachings because you know the very heart of the gospel. This is why when you do understand that Christ is the visible image of the invisible God, you are God. That He's not just a representative of God. That He is the God of this universe. And this God that I know came into this planet died for my sins. Isn't that amazing? A God should never do that. Am I correct? This is why He is a God and we are His what? Subjects. The God or the concept of a God should be in a pedestal and we are lesser beings. But this God came, went through the process of becoming a lesser being. So he can dwell with us and not just dwell with us. The word of God, I will uncover. He wants to fill us. Christ is supreme sufficient and his kingdom extends over everything. This is the nature of our God. And this God went down to what? To interface, mingle with us. If you don't appreciate that, I don't know how to explain further. But how can a God think of us? What's in it for him? Nothing. There is nothing in it. Oh, you look good. Let me find my way into your heart. But he wants to go through all the process so that you will wake up one day and pause for a while and say, Bait ng Panginoon. How many of you here you have those moments? Kaibuti ng Panginoon. Amen. So see to it that no one takes you captive of any form of philosophy or elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ. For in Him, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily. He wants to tell us, I came for you. That I don't have to wait that you be at my level so that you can relate with me. He went down to be at our level. And this is what I like about God. That when He took us in and because of what He did, there is nothing in this world, if you have an encounter with God, that you will desire or long for because in Christ we are complete. When Christ took us, us in and he, uh, he went through the process of dying on the cross, I'm telling you right now, we are of Christ. We are no longer of our nature. We've been accepted. Welcome. Because somebody was rejected. Somebody died so that we may live. How many of you here are thankful that we are alive in Christ? You only appreciate the other side of being alive, but somebody dying, you don't know that. A lot of us here would rejoice that salvation is a free gift. Amen? Wrong. It's not free. The reason why it's free because somebody paid for it. From our angle, it's for free. From the Father's angle, it's not. Come on now. Masarap ang libre. Man libre, that's another story. But story is better to give. No, come on now. There is an amount of sacrifice you're giving away. But for those people that are recipients of a free gift, free, a free gift. Oh, it's for free. Not from the perspective of the Father. From the perspective of the Son. It's free for you, but not for me. This is why... We can give thanks to the Father who has qualified us. How many of you here, I don't know if you can look back in grade school, elementary, high school. You know, if, if, you're, if you're dividing your class into two groups, you have two leaders who would pick people on their side. Anybody here can relate with me? Ako lang? No. I, I want, I'm telling you, I could still remember that I'm always the last they would divide a group of good-looking people. I'm, I'm on the ugly side, and I was the last. I'm just kidding. It's, it's, it's not easy to be disqualified. It's not easy to be rejected. I remember this on the cross. Christ was rejected to welcome you back home so that you can share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Wow! He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. How is that possible? You are owned by hell. Because the God that we serve is supreme and became man, move you from hell to the kingdom of light. And He paid it with His all. This is the reason why I have all the reasons to give my all to God because He gave His all to me. 
in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. They were not just qualified, we were taken out from another country. The country that has enslaved us. And we are now citizens of the kingdom of light. We're not qualified, we're not just citizens, we are redeemed. That we're not just renovated, that God built a new you, amen. So whatever took place in the past, you're not renovated. I don't know if you do understand that. That if you're not satisfied with the way you look, let me renovate you. You're the same you, but in Christ. No, you're demolished from ground up. You're a brand new being. There's a reason why when God looks at you, He doesn't see your past. Because you're a brand new in Christ Jesus. You might not believe it once in a while when you face the mirror. I, I don't really care if you believe it or not. But one thing I do care. God believes it so much. There's a reason why the person of Christ, when you know His nature and His supremacy, that He is not just supreme, but went down and blended with us. He will hand your life over to us that if He can do this for all of us, there is nothing in this world that I cannot do for God. And whatever we're doing for God, it is because of what He did for all of us. Remember what I quoted two, three weeks ago? The reason why we love God, because He first loved us. It is not an isolated endeavor. I love God, I love God. In Jesus' name, amen. You're not, you're not loving God as an isolated response. Your response is attached to God first loving you. This is why in Colossians chapter 2, verse 10 to 11, it says, And you have been filled in Him. That He did not just die on the cross, resurrected from the grave, and, and, and blended with us. He went as far as filling you in Him who is the head of all rule and authority. In Him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision. It was through Christ that we have accomplished all of this. Now my, I want you to imagine with me a supreme God becoming man went through the process so that you will understand that he's not just beside you. He's residing in your life. Do you understand this? Now imagine with me. If our Philippine president would want one of your kidneys. Okay? And, and he, I don't know. And, and, and he, I don't know if, if you will comprehend what I'm about to tell you. I'll try my best. And as you put your kidney, okay, go through the process of kidney transplant and everything, and your kidney will enjoy the authority and the privilege of a Philippine president. Right? Am I correct? The same thing. The same manner, just like what I mentioned, in Him, we're enjoying the privileges because we are in Him. You have been included into the system of who He is. This is a picture that though once in a while there are days that we don't appreciate or we don't understand, if we have been invited okay, into the kingdom of light, it says right here, at the end of the day, you've been filled in Him by the putting off the body of the flesh, by circumcision of Christ, having been buried with Him in baptism, in which you were also raised with Him, through faith in the powerful working of God who raised him from the dead. The picture was about circumcision baptism. The putting off of the body of Christ. Remember, when you circumcise somebody, you're removing the foreskin, right? The flesh. The flesh of Christ was put off to invite you to be resurrected and to enter a life in Christ. And you were dead in your trespasses. This is what happened. That you were dead before. In the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with Him, having forgiven us all our trespasses. What happened on the cross, that this magnificent God, this great God went to be with us, crucified Himself, filled us with His presence, reminds us through Paul that we are all dead. Now we are alive in Christ because somebody died. You're alive. 
Somebody paid for it. By canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands, this is set aside, nailing it to the cross. That the nature of our lives before you came to the Lord and before His sacrifice, that we are all in debt. May utang pa tayo. We're dead. And we are living. What? A life dominated by sin. Because a God paid the penalty of sin. That the Father was asking, I want somebody to pay your debts. This is how I would want you to see this. That it took a God to satisfy God. It took Jesus to satisfy the Father. That there is no other way to pay for all our debts than for somebody to pay it who is perfect and who has what it takes to repay all our sins. Because for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. That we are not familiar and we just don't acknowledge the person of Christ and how magnificent his nature is. But because of what he did of becoming man, there is power in what he did. And the power of Christ is to take you in that you used to be dead, now you're alive in Christ. That you used to what? You live in that debt. And you're dominated by sin. And now, you're living as part of the family of God. It takes the power of God to move you from where you are to where you are right now. Even I as your pastor, every single day, I will always remind myself. There are times I would suffer doubts, worries, unbelief. Go back to what Jesus did on the cross because everything has been paid for. When you understand the gospel, and as you live this life, there are a lot of ideas and substitute, but I'm telling you right now, there is nothing in this world that can come close to what Jesus Christ did on the cross. It says right here, as we end, by canceling the record of death that stood against us with its legal demands, this is set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in Him. That He did not cancel your debts, arrested the power of sin in your life and death, and it canceled the power of sin upon your life. That He was not just in a defensive stance, but He became offensive by disarming the rulers and authorities that has been assigned for each and every one of us. Ladies and gentlemen, God did not only spare you and protected you and save you and paid all our debts. He has given you victory in Christ Jesus. We're not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. And I know you've been hearing that over and over again. And the reason why at times a lot of us do struggle, because we have this nature and I'm not taking it against you. That most of the time, we do understand the gospel. But your posture is that, you know what? I want to be a great Christian pastor. I want to I wanna be obedient to God. I want to do things for God. How many of you here can relate with me? Do things for God. The reason why at times a lot of us are struggling, because we've been doing things for God for quite some time. The gospel will teach you, don't do things for God. Do things through God. Then when you're filled by the Spirit of God, you're empowered to walk in victory. You're empowered to say no to ungodness. You're empowered to share the gospel. Everything that you do, it is because of the infilling of that presence that causes you to do things unimaginable. Ladies and gentlemen, He did not only forgave you, He disarmed authorities. Now you're walking in freedom because Christ went through the cross and His performance is enough on the cross. That there is nothing that you need to do to perform. A lot of people, and I've seen performances of people. Upstage, they're really good. But the performance of Christ did not only address your past, your present, but your future as well. In one package, you are free. Thus, you can say that greater is He that is in me. When you understand that in order for you to walk in victory, that Christ is greater in you, you can cooperate, work with Him, work through Him, that you can do what is unimaginable because you're not doing it. It is Christ in you, the hope of glory.
remember this, Christ came supreme and full to fill us all. When you do understand that it is only in Christ that you're filled, that everything that you're doing is through Christ. This is why a lot of people are trying their best to be a good person. They struggle. Why? Because you're doing it according to your strength. Sa sarili po natin kalakasan. You don't have what it takes. You can change for three days, but you're back in the same old you. Why? Because no amount of flesh, no amount of strength, no amount of ability can, can cause you to perform well at the end of the day when you do things through Christ. You do things without any struggle. It is my prayer for all of us that we would be reminded every single day that only through Christ we can walk in victory. Only through Christ we can do what is unimaginable. Only through Christ that we can believe Him for the impossible. Only through Christ, what the gospel says, and not through any form of teachings and philosophies, only in Christ, that we do things that we're limited of. And to know this love in the book of Ephesians, that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. My question with you right now, is it possible to be filled with Christ? Yes. Not just be filled, but all of His fullness. How is it possible that He's giving His all and His fullness? Why can't He just give a portion, 10% of Christ? Is that enough? Yes. We don't, but He's totally exclusive for all of us here. How many of you here, you will fully appreciate when somebody approaches you and tells you, I'm all for you. Walang labis, walang kulang. This is it. I'm not giving anything to anyone. I am totally exclusive. This is what Christ has done. So my question with you right now, do you now have a reason to be exclusive for Him? And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, when you're filled by God, everything that you do is always for the glory of God. Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine. More than all we ask or imagine. How many of you here, you have things that you are asking and you can't even fathom if the Lord will provide and bless you with? But it's written right here. According to His, to our power. Amen? To His power. And the power is at work within us. It's like saying, according to my riches and glory. Amen? No, you're wrong. According to His riches and glory. Because if this is according to your riches, we don't even have riches. And this is why it gives us the confidence every single day that if God can traverse His supremacy to become a man just for you and me, is there anything too hard for God? Nada. Nothing. There is nothing in this world that is too hard for God. Because the God that we serve is a God who is supreme and He will do everything if we do things through, through Him. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this moment right now as so we bow our heads and close our eyes. That if you are today, you're saying, I want to do things for Christ. I want to do things through Him so I can do it for Him. As you bow your heads and close your eyes, if you are that person right here saying, Pastor, pray for me. I want to do it through Christ. I want to do it all for my glory through Christ. Now I realize the gospel that everything that I do should be attached to who Christ is. That He is my reference that He is the one that guides me, that everything that I do is always directed to Him. So as we bow our heads and close our eyes, if you're saying, Pastor, pray for me, I want you to raise your hand. Raise your hand as high as you can. Don't put it down. Just raise it up in the air. Just raise it as high as you can. I want to take this moment right now to ask our Victory Group leaders as a part of my extension. They are our leaders. Approach His people. Just come to them. Lay your hands. Just... Can we, if you're raising your hand, can you stand on your feet right now? Stand on your feet. If you're raising your hand, can, you, can I invite you to stand? I, I will pray for you. Okay, stand on your feet if you're raising your hand. Stand on your feet right now. I will pray for you. Can we approach them? Can we pray for them? Can we lay our hands? If you're a victory group leader, an usher, just approach them. We will pray for them. Lord, we thank you 
Just approach them. Come on now. Just, just stretch your hands. Lord, thank you for these people. Lord, that you grant them the appetite and the knowledge and the desire to understand and see that a great God, a supreme God, came into this world for each and every one of us. I pray that you will fill them to the overflowing. Thank you, Lord God, for the lives of these people. That you ministered them in and you filled them. You know, as we are still in the attitude of prayer and worship, I wanna I wanna ask all of you in this room if you want to hand your life over to the Lord. If you wanna hand it over to God, you wanna invite Christ into your life. And if you want to start all over again, you want, you want to start all over again. You want God to accompany you every step of the way. If you are the person right now, I want to invite you. If you're willing, you're saying, I want pastor help me. I want to start in my relationship with the Lord. If you're that person, I want to invite you into a prayer. And I want you to repeat this prayer after me with the help of our leaders and ushers. If you want, if you want Christ in your life, if you want to follow, if you want a relationship with Christ, Say this after me. Jesus, say this after me. Jesus, I receive you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I repent from all known sins and I want to follow you for the rest of my life. If you pray that prayer, tinanggap mo ang Panginoon sa puso mo. If you pray that prayer, can you now raise your hand if you pray that prayer? You pray that prayer? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, good. Yeah, if you're raising your hand, just, just raise it as high as you can. Somebody will approach you and be with you. Lord, thank you for these people that are raising their hands. They have accepted you into their lives. I pray that they will grow in their understanding of who you are. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Praise God.